Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsburg. We are your daily dose of quick and handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. How you doing today, Andy? Oh, you know, I've been better. I've been worse. What's it be- better than some, not as good as others, but it is Friday, and I can live with that. So congratulations to everyone making it through the week, getting this far. Some good basketball games last night. Um, noops. Uh, honestly, we just needed Luke List to not screw up the last five holes, and we'd have had an absolute clean sweep of the board. Not only a clean sweep, but a bunch of plus money stuff. I actually bet List at like plus 125 after the show. I found a better line. Um, he was up two strokes with like four or five to go. Ended up not even having it to push the bet for me but at least i did get a win yesterday with bubba finally getting my match play maiden broken today is exciting because i i went through all the scenarios last night and just realized like oh my god this is like if the nba had a six game season like there would be ties and anyone who watches golf is um uh, familiar with monday qualifiers it's uh usually there's like four spots where you can win your way into the tournament that week by playing a single round tournament on Monday. And somebody, somebody said this to me once, Oh man, they always have playoffs. Yeah. It's an 18 hole event. So there's just way more chances for there to be a tie at the top. One time this year, they had a 16 man playoff for one of the spots. So, um, you know, it's just like a smaller sample size is just conducive to more ties. And that's what we're looking at with this WGC. I went through every group and Every single group has, if not a high probability, at least a, a decent likelihood of having a playoff played in it. And I do think they wait till all the golf is, they, they have to, because the course is being used by other men at that point. So they have to wait until everybody's through and then play all the playoffs. So it's a, it's a whole thing. The, I don't know, they, if we end up with a lot of them, it might be later on today that we actually find out who's advanced yeah. in these brackets. It's a mess, but there's there could be some three three-way playoffs in about seven different groups very excited to see most of my bets are alive as far as group winners as far as outrights and stuff so as much as i'm not digging betting on that tournament because my matchups have been horrid i'm going to pay a lot of attention because it's a ton of fun and the fall of fame is the hall of fame game yeah the hall of fame game line is up football's back there we go we're just again Five months Who's away. Playing in the Hall of Fame game. Oh, it's usually the team that wins, and then somebody else. So probably Rams. Someone. Not sure. I guess the lines up. They better have some teams. Somebody can fill me in on that. Oh, Sign Collectibles says he likes Big John two zero today. That'll be something. Dante win totals are, are starting to pop up. Yeah. Las Vegas Raiders minus one and a half versus Jacksonville. Huh. Well, that's not a Hall of Fame game at all, with Jacksonville involved in it. And the Raiders, though, we have been we have been saying nice things about what they've been doing. So, well, let's just we're gonna like rip through some bit. yeah, let's just rip through some picks. Get you guys out on your Friday. Go mail it in for the rest of the day at the work. I will be doing the opposite of that in case Reed is watching, but I will probably be. I'm, I don't know. The fish fry is calling my name again today, so I might walk over to the bar for well, a little lunch after. Little lunch after the well, I can if I poke my head out the front door, I can see the bar that has the best fish fry in town. So shout out to 
Brothers Bar and Grill with their handmade beer-battered fish, which is going to be going in my tummy later. I hope so he's got free lunch for that. Let's keep it hot. Let's keep it hot with uh, <laughs> Miami. It is hot in Miami. Courts are a little slow, says Pete. And that is true. But uh, nice winner yesterday with Watson, plus five. And that was a spot where you get into a weird situation <clears throat> when you bet the handicap on an underdog and a big underdog money line. She loses the first set, but she doesn't get blown out. So then you get to the second set, and these start to decide, like, am I just cheering for her to get this close and lose this? And because there's situations where you can have, like, a, a real bad third set and lose both bets, where a 2-0, a 2-0 loss where you cover the spread sometimes doesn't feel so bad. But you know me, I'm a gambler. I was cheering for her the whole way to complete the comeback. She did complete the comeback. The Cinea Cover over was never in doubt. And we have some more uh, some more looks with some two names I don't really know. It's one of the fascinating parts about tennis. You often are cheering against your player. Um, you know, for example, like in a tiebreaker, there's nothing worse than your underdog winning a tiebreaker, holding plus four, plus three, and then they win the tiebreaker. But all you've really done is put yourself behind the eight ball because if the favorite wins the next two sets, you're just hammered. But that was nice and easy yesterday. I did lose one tennis bet yesterday, but it was before the show started. So that was nice. It was nice. Oh, yeah, that, I didn't count that. Based on timing. It was smooth, but handful of picks today. Again, we just continue to grind. Still have some outrights left, uh, and we're going to bet on one of them again. It didn't work out so hot the other one. It's we supported her, and she got tired and quit. I don't think that'll happen to us today with Coco Goff, though. Um, Goff, you'll see some three and a halfs here. Hunt around for a four. I was able to get the four at you know even money last night. I bet you can get a four at less than standard juice. Um, if you wanted to sell out to a five, if you're feeling saucy, that's not a bad idea at all. She plays Wang Jiang. Um, who's having a nice little comeback here, starting to fight her way back up the rankings, but it's just going to be totally outclassed and overwhelmed by talent differential tonight. And although the slower courts might help Wong, who is generally a better mover and has a little bit higher level of fitness, it's going to be almost impossible for her to hit winners through some of these slow courts. Now, she's won a handful of matches, but has yet to face somebody like Goff. This is a huge jump up in competition for her. And this just feels like a Goff 6-4, 6-3, 6-4, 6-2 kind of thing. Maybe the first set's a little tough. Um, I thought about maybe taking Goff 2-0, but like the minus four at that price. I mean, even if she does somehow drop a set, she can definitely cover the four in three sets. So we'll grab her. Another big underdog, and, and this is just Madison Keys, is her pricing. It's out of hand. Um, she had a really nice start to the season down under where the courts are faster. Here, as you mentioned, Andy, the courts are a little bit slower. The heat, not necessarily something that's great for her overall. And she plays Angelina Colonina, a nice young player who's really having a good start to the season, plays well on some slower courts like this, and really just you take the overprice here. It's, this should be closer, honestly, to plus 225, plus 220. So plus 290, which you can find just about everywhere, is a nice play now. I'm not taking the spread here this time. If Keys is playing well again, she'll just she's just going to win this match six one six two kind of thing. But there is this could be competitive if you wanted to maybe Colonia plus one and a half sets that should be a nice plus money price there. Thought about maybe that, but I just think the money line is the best. And this next match is actually tomorrow. Daria Seville, formerly Daria Gavrilova. Now I think the uh, highest that's, ranked Australian that's why tennis I player. Didn't know the name. I keep forgetting she changed her name too. 
Some change, some don't. Hers seems to be universally changed everywhere, so make sure you double-check. Her at plus 100 or better here against Katarina Sinyakova looks honestly like a, a gift here. I have um, Gavrilova minus 130, almost minus 140 in that match, given how well she's played and just given her consistency. I mean, Sinyakova is a great player, but you know, someone who plays as, with as much variance as just about anybody, point-to-point point and match-to-match. And uh, Seville's not someone that's going to get bothered by that. The slow courts are really going to help her here so like her even money again i have her as a solid favorite here so honestly anything minus 10 or better looks good to me two days worth of tennis i appreciate that a little tennis for tomorrow i can get down i can get down a little tennis um did you, actually, did you actually bet college basketball i'm sick of this here's college basketball but i didn't I, I have one today did you have the stones? Yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna joke about this because i'm riding like a nine game lean streak <laughs> now i said Boy, I would really look hard at the Gonzaga under, and that comes in like 15 points under the lowest total you could have found. Like, I just gotta, I just gotta fire on something. It's a weird part of the year for me with just getting to this point. Um, I my numbers will make St. Peter's a lot closer per, to Purdue than I actually believe that game will be, just based off some of the size disparities. And I get it. Yes, they beat Kentucky. But the fact that the St. Peter's Peacocks were able to score as many points as they did two games in a row, I don't ever want to say a team is due for regression over a small sample size like that, but that is not the team that uh, St. Peter's is or has been for the year. So I am going to take some Purdue. I'm I, I'm probably overthinking it. I probably should just bet the spread. I didn't want to bet this uh, – you know, full game team total over though, just based on sometimes you can end up this, this game is the, obviously the highest likelihood of being a blowout and the end of the game getting weird. So Purdue to score 35 points in the first half. I know it could be a slower, a slower game, but Christ, I have them, I have them pegged for scoring like 38. Like this is, and you know, oh, it's only three points. It's only one bucket. That's a decent sized edge when you're, when you're, you know, prognosticating your your mean average score here so i think this is a little low i just didn't want to play the 73 for the full game if things get real slow you know and we don't end up with any fouling like you know if the, the peacocks are down by 15 with three minutes you might foul a little and then end up just doffing your cap and saying all right go on boilermakers you're 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 who we'll cheer for now we'll just do beat up ads those boilers point. yeah so boilermakers and this is the thing too. I was looking for these on the legal books and I can't log in to my DraftKings account. I can't log into my FanDuel account from Minnesota, but I can pull up like their, their skins on online, but it has defaults. If you're not logged in, it defaults me to the Jersey ones. And this game just isn't up because St. Peter's is a Jersey school. So that was kind of annoying this morning. I had to hunt around the offshores to find this, but this is a Bodog Bovada line for me, and I'm guessing it's similar everywhere else. Didn't, yeah, like AJ Dot. Purdue should name their score. Like if they scored 45 in the first half, would not surprise me. The rest of the action, I'll probably just be taking in. I think a lot of those lines are pretty good. Obviously the UCLA North Carolina game is very dependent on a certain player. Uh, being in or out, which we've seen reports both ways now, so we'll see how that one goes. I can see, uh, I can see, you know, North Carolina taking that one though. If I had to play it right now, just based on my inklings, I would just take UNC straight up. So see if I can keep my Andy's uh, wuss lean streak 
up to 10 with UNC Moneyline. Love it. Got to sprinkle it now, I guess. I mean, it's it was just sad watching Texas Tech, my last actual chance at making some money. Goodbye. Yeah, they were in it too. You know what was sad was how late those games were on. Christ on a bicycle, those games went till forever. Like, I just want to go to bed here. Just, you know, because both those games with like 10 minutes left were very close games, the late ones. And I had to sit there and pay attention. I, I didn't want to go to bed if without, you know, if they're both blowouts, I might have gone to sleep. But stayed up to the bitter end on those and um, probably will do the same tonight. I guess it's Friday, so hell with it. Yeah, no other choice. Similar to tennis. There was no NBA matches. NBA matches. There were no NBA games while we were doing the show yesterday. So we can't say, oh, Alex lost one during the show, but we're not going to count it. We're not putting an asterisk on the NBA. NBA was very good to you yesterday, and it wasn't particularly close, sweaty, difficult. It was a rocking chair day like that is nice. You had a total go over by 40. You bet a team minus one. It got steamed up to like three, three and a half. But even the people who were just horrible steam chasers, board cleaners, board watchers, the, ch- the absolute chasers of the worst number, they still covered by 15 points. Pelicans really ripped through the Bulls last night. That was an easy one. Should have sold some points. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's again, something I'll have to go back and look at how much better that would have been. But, man, it's, it's nice when it's easy, and I guess I should be nervous. But what the heck? Let's go back again today. There's a handful of games, seven tonight on the slate. And, you know, for whatever reason, the smaller the slate, the more I bet. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me, but it seems to work. Uh, Got three picks of the seven games tonight. I know producer Dan is going to hate the first one. We're going to take the Atlanta Hawks, uh, minus two and a half, hosting the Golden State Warriors, who continue to struggle and just uh, look out of sorts and honestly like a mediocre basketball team without Steph Curry. The Hawks, again, struggling, kind of putting together a lineup every night with how hurt everyone is. Is are focused on trying to get in some sort of shape here to win some games here to have some form going into the play-in games, but just a really bad spot for the Warriors, who again kind of are getting trounced every night without Steph Curry. And this is a game I have closer to five, so anything Hawks minus three or better looks good to me. Your Timberwolves, Andy, continuing for whatever reason. Is that a, is that a Timberwolf in the background? Uh, that might be a Timberwolf. He's a much tinier and blonder, and it's my dog who doesn't seem to understand the concept of doors. Um, and the people can't seem to hear him. So, um, excuse me for one second. Let's see if I get him to stop. I like this. Alex is going to yell at a dog. Uh, he'll, he'll get there. He'll get over it. Right. Anyway, Timberwolves minus three. I guess he's excited that I'm backing the Wolves. Um, they play the Dallas Mavericks, who did beat the Timberwolves the other night. But yeah. go back and look. Just a terrible shooting night. The Timberwolves less than 40% from the field. Um but tons of extra possessions. If they come out, play the same game, and shoot even 42, 43% from the field, they win comfortably. So, like the Timberwolves, minus three. And the Knicks Heat, over 215. We don't know who's playing in this game. Just about everybody's questionable. But Heat totals have been kind of depressed. Knicks totals have been kind of depressed. And I'm honestly hoping Julius Randle is out. The Knicks play a little more open style of basketball when he's out. And this is a game where, again, it's a little tough to tie down who's playing. But in most scenarios, I have this game at least two. 218 so anything 215 or lower looks pretty good so two favorites in and over what could go wrong on a friday yeah it's uh fade the dogs friday because the dog was bar- the dogs are barking though apparently yeah. I I mean, if that's an the same joke as me. Yeah, that's it. 
um, yeah. And it was nice. I guess it was nice that the Suns got the win for my Timberwolves. Knock the Nuggets down a peg. If the Timberwolves could win tonight, they'd be a half game out of that sixth spot. Again, with a much tougher schedule. And I think the Nuggets have the Thunder up next. So we need the Nuggets to slip against some bad teams. I made a couple plays in the WGC Dell Technologies match play tournament. Today is nut cutting day. We are at the final round of the round robin play, which is always weird because you have various levels of motivation. And I'd be, I was actually going to go look this up from last year. I wonder how the guys, not every group has a player who's dead, like eliminated, but most do. Anybody who's 0-2, if you have an 0-2 player, you're dead. There's like 10 of those. There's one group who has two players eliminated because Case Paul Casey is out and somebody else finished 0-2. So essentially the two players playing each other who are 2-0 and have to, uh, whoever wins is in. And if they if they have, obviously it would be a t- uh, they'd keep playing, they'd do a playoff. But there are some dead players and I hated playing against them. Ah. <sighs> Mark Leishman. Trying to figure out who wants to be a spoiler or not, right? Yeah, I know. There's still the the thing is like they will get the exact same amount of money. I think I think it's just the same amount of money if for not advancing. I don't know if you get any extra for a win or any extra points. I think the points are all based on advancement. So, um, yeah, maybe there is a little bit of FedEx points to be had. I know uh, the half is pointing that out. So I'm going to double check, but it's lower motivation. And truthfully, I ran, these are price-based numbers for me. I ran my numbers and it has nothing built in about motivation. So the fact I'm playing against two eliminated players already almost just scares me more than anything. But Luke List all week, he needed to get it done yesterday. Couldn't do it. Playing against Leishman, I make this a try again. This is about the most I'd lay on list ever. Minus one twenty-five playing against another golfer who can play. But Luke List played okay yesterday. I'm fine with this one. And then I didn't get a price on this one. That's my fault. But Watson Bubba for the third straight day. I'm going to play all three of his matchups. I lost one. I won one. This is the rubber match. Again, Harmony is eliminated. I have Bubba to win the group as well too. He needs this quite badly. Just looking at the uh, you know down. The, I like it. You know, going going down with the ship with Bubba Watson. And if you look at the, the groups, too, I don't think he completely controls his destiny, but all you can do is, you know, control the part of the destiny you do control. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look this up, actually, because I have this right here. I'm just going to type Watson in the old search bar over on the Discord, see what comes up. Bubba, with a win plus an answer loss, creates a playoff with Simpson. That's Bubba Simpson. Bubba, Bubba, or that, that's Webb Simpson. A win plus an answer have creates a playoff with answer. So I think Bubba is just, no matter what, he's playing a playoff against answer or Webb Simpson. So either, either way, he's playing extra golf today, no matter what happens. So we're cheering for him. We're not cheering for a Duke-UNC Final Four game. We want both those teams to lose, even though so- I just said one of them to win. So I've got a price up here, and it looks like Watson's minus 15 or plus 105 if you want to exclude the tie. And, yeah, if you do believe in the motivation thing, Winston Watson having is as good as a loss for him. So him him tying 
over the 18 holes with Harmon is the same as the as losing. It would knock him out of the group completely. He would not be able to advance. So that would uh, that would ruin things for him. Bubba so he Watson has to win. You're win saying? Today. Yeah, he he. It's a must win. Okay, must so he win. can't draw. Yeah, drawing ha- having the the matchup, which would create a a half point for him, would not put him in the playoff. Yeah, they would just yeah, you know if he if he ties. Yeah, if he ties over 18, that's the last hole of golf he'll play here. So I don't I don't mind the three-way, but it looks like I did play minus 115, minus 120 on the on the two-way line on this one. And that's probably it for that's probably it for the week for us. Enjoy the Elite Eight games this weekend. Quite a bit. I hope it's enough. I think we I think we <laughs> came through this week. Gave plenty. Matt had some hockey features. I'm I'm also a Minnesota Wild future holder now so i have stake in the team essentially i'm like an owner me and a rod and the wilfs owning minnesota teams not a big deal so yeah like subscribe if you listen to this in a podcast forum that'd be great if you're on the youtube if you're not subscribed already to the youtube channel i would hit that button that helps if you haven't hit the like button that's i mean it's super easy i'm not asking a lot out of you i'm not asking for money not asking for yeah, just click, click, just click the like, just click it, just a little click. So, all right, we'll click our way into the weekend. See you guys.